This is a Chefs Without Restaurants mini episode with Chef Matt Collins on what it means to be a chef. This is the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast with your host, Chris Spear. Each week, I'll be speaking with food entrepreneurs and people in the culinary industry. If you're interested in learning more about our organization dedicated to helping people build and grow their food businesses, look us up on the web at chefswithoutrestaurants.com and .org, and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Chefs Without Restaurants. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast. I'm your host, Chris Spear. On the show, I have conversations with culinary entrepreneurs and people in the food and beverage industry who took a different route. They're caterers, research chefs, personal chefs, cookbook authors, food truckers, farmers, cottage bakers, and all sorts of culinary renegades. I myself fall into the personal chef category as I started my own personal chef business, Perfect Little Bites, 11 years ago. And while I started working in kitchens in the early 90s, I've literally never worked in a restaurant. This week, I'm back with another one of our What It Means to Be a Chef mini-episodes. Today, I have Chef Matt Collins. You might have heard my episode with him a year and a half ago or so, uh, talking about his personal chef business, Chef Collins Events. Matt has the distinction of being the most downloaded podcast episode. I don't really know why. No, I'm just kidding. Um... You know, Matt and I actually talked a lot about tactical ways to build and grow personal chef business, and I think it's a really great listen if you want to get into this aspect of food service. So all joking aside, Matt was a great guest the first time, and I really wanted to talk to him about what he thinks it means to be a chef. Having a personal chef business, I knew he wasn't going to say that a chef only works in restaurants, but I wanted for him to kind of spell it out for us. So I hope you... Enjoy listening to this mini episode. I hope you are enjoying the mini episodes as a whole. And please let us know what you think. If you enjoy them or if you hate them, drop me a line at chefswithoutrestaurants at gmail.com or hit me up via DM on Instagram at chefswithoutrestaurants. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Welcome back to the show. Good to have you on. Great, Chris. Thanks for having me. So you are... The most downloaded episode of this podcast. What do you think about that? Is that, you know, besides my original trailer episode, you're the most listened to episode. I mean, obviously, the opportunity was fantastic. You having me on and I'm glad people uh, enjoyed the episode. And, uh, you know, the community you built is fantastic. And being able to have uh, share experiences and getting feedback and uh, as the whole point of, you know, what you're doing. So I was happy to be a part of that. And, you know, I've been, I guess I'm in season three now, and I don't know why I started doing this, but it was just really important for me to ask people what they think a chef is. You know, I think so much because the whole community is made up of people who are chefs not working in restaurants. And, you know, we kind of tie the title chef to someone who works in a restaurant. So that's why I'm kind of going back and getting some of my favorite past guests on here to talk about this in a little concise episode. So you've had a little prep time. This isn't a surprise. So what does it mean to be a chef? Um, well, I think it's great that you do this because pretty much um, it's a, not a yes or no question. It's not what's your favorite food, you know, what's your favorite cookbook. It's literally like a – it's very divisive because it's everyone's going to kind of have a different answer. What's pretty funny about, you know, how people become a chef in a restaurant is you hear all these people on your show talk about – 
how they kind of got thrown into a management situation. So there's no like streamlined training. So how I was trained and what I think makes me a chef might be totally different than what someone else think that they hit those same qualifications. You know, when you're looking at the true definition, it's kind of, you know, obviously last week you guys were talking about the textbook definition, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's more or less like, yeah, you could be a professional athlete, but you could also be the place kicker holder on a football league, or you can be like, like, you know, a superstar in whatever league you are. You can be like Chris, like Ronaldo playing soccer. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, they're both professional athletes, but there's like, like tiers and sub subcategories like in that group. And I mean, that's not to talk down to anybody. Um, you know, part of being a chef, I think, is wanting to learn, wanting to improve and wanting to explore the vast depths of cuisine <laughs> any chance you get. And also refining classics and being having those basic technical skills at the same time. So do you think you have to work in a restaurant to be a chef? I mean, I, I know this is kind of like, uh, you know, I have an idea what your answer would be. I know. I, I feel like my answer is going to be very unpopular. Um, I think by all means, if you've studied and you feel that you are – because you're the leader of your own domain. You know what I mean? The, the brigade system came up, that triangle. If you're at the top of the pyramid, then you know whether you're developing recipes or doing in-home dinners, as long as you're the one making the decisions, then yeah, sure, you're the chef. If you're the cooking at your own house, a dinner for – for the family, sure, you're the chef of the kitchen. You're the top of the hierarchy. I mean, granted, that goes back to the sports analogy. If you're just cooking at home for the wife and kids, then, you know, maybe that's like beer league ice hockey. It's not the NHL or the Olympics. But, hey, you know, you're still the master of that domain. You know, I think that's kind of important because that goes back to what we were saying before about different opinions where it's like if you are a chef at a restaurant, well, what what's the restaurant? That's That's also important. You know, are you truly pushing a certain narrative of the food and the cuisine and the style that you want? Did you inherit a restaurant and you're just doing someone else's recipes, like a corporate dining situation? You know what I mean? Are you someone who really doesn't want to, say, cook a cheeseburger, but the owners are making you and 50% of your sales are just burgers kind of at like a bar type setting? And it's not maybe not the food you even want to cook. So that's kind of the loaded issue of where the – cutoffs are of chefs where personally I think if you hit like the mindset in your head like I feel very comfortable when someone says hey make this dish I can make it and I, you feel like a chef then in my book hell yeah you're a chef if you, if, if you feel it if it comes from inside you know what I mean I think the first time I had kind of been frustrated with the way someone else positioned it was when I joined the personal chefs association and they kind of told everyone in that course, like just go buy yourself a chef coat and wear it through the grocery store. And when someone asks what you do, tell them I'm a chef and that's how you get business. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like I went to culinary school for four years and spent a bazillion dollars. And you're just telling like Betty Sue that all she has to do is put on a chef coat and bam, she's a chef. And I've kind of come to terms with the fact that like, it, it doesn't affect me. Like, Maybe I don't agree with that, but also, like, that woman can call herself whatever she wants, and it literally has zero bearing on my life and my business. Well, that's what's so funny. There's, like, kind of, like, some gatekeeping on it. You know, people want to get in the club, and they don't want to let anybody else in. Um, when that's, like, kind of really not the, the point. That brings up another question, too, that is a constant debate of you mentioned culinary school. I don't think going to culinary school 
like helps you or makes you a chef when you graduate. They kind of tried to sell you that at CIA when you're done. Oh, you graduated. You're a chef now. I think it's like a good foundational block, kind of like maybe doing your homework before starting a new job, knowing the menu, knowing the recipes. But outside of that, it doesn't mean you're, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like you didn't jump over anything. Well, thanks so much for jumping on here. I just wanted to do a quick one with you. I'm sure we could expand on this a lot. Maybe we'll get you back on for another full hour or two, I think our last one was, at some point, and kind of like talk about how things have changed and see how things are going. We'll do a where are they now follow up with Matt. Oh, thanks. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. As everyone knows, this has been the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast. Go out there, tell everyone all about it. Go to chefswithoutrestaurants.org to find our Facebook group, mailing list, and chef database. The community's free to join. You'll get gig opportunities, advice on building and growing your business, and you'll never miss an episode of our podcast. Have a great week.